Hello and welcome to Rip Off Tip Off, the podcast where you'll hear candid conversations with guests who work in the consumer protection space. I'm your host, Ezra Cooper-Smith, Investigations Coordinator at the Better Business Bureau serving Greater Denver and Central Colorado. For today's episode, I sat down with my co-worker, Anne Mariano, who heads up our BBB's Advertising Review Program. They're just like placebo pills, but they're, you know, they're charging like $200 for a whole like jar. Anne is our go-to person for questions about advertising practices or to hear about hilariously bogus ad claims. <laughs> so Anne, thank you for taking the time to sit down with me virtually and talk about your role at the BBB. Yeah, of course. It's a it's a good good time. So I guess first, could you just tell the listeners to this podcast what your title means? So at our BBB, you're the advertising review coordinator, but what does that actually entail? Like what what does a day look like in Anne's shoes? In layman's terms, average review coordinator really just means, you know, calling businesses out on things that they might not uh, that might be potentially misleading or um, or confusing to a consumer, and then working with them to either modify, substantiate, or just continue that said claim. So um, a lot of it is uh, educational, and we you know we try to work with businesses to let them know you know what their advertising might be you know either misleading or confusing, and then uh, you know explain that we have a code of advertising that we essentially is a, what we use as a bible, right? So it's our guide. It's it's a list of all of these different advertising practices that are very common in um, in the industry or in just business world. And we just try to, you know, guide businesses in that direction, um, making sure that they follow that. And we also use that to to guide us to make sure that we are explaining, you know, why we're reaching out and and helping businesses in that in that aspect. So you mentioned the the code of advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are some of the more common things that you might see? Like not even you work at BBB, but you're just a consumer. Sometimes you buy things online. Sometimes you go to the store. Yeah, of course. So one that's pretty common are warranties and guarantees. So you'll see this on practically almost a lot of online retailers or online websites, they'll say 100% satisfaction guarantee. They'll say, um, you know, money back guarantee, um, five-year warranty, limited lifetime warranty, things like that that are really common um, in a lot of um, a lot of multiple indus- industries. Um, usually those have to um, come with like an if-then statement. So if you're not satisfied with our work, we'll come back and give you, you know, free cleaning or we'll give you your money back. Um, so it usually comes with like those if-then statements. Um, so those are really common. Um, some other things that are common are, you know, you know, BOGO deals like buy one, get one free. Um, free is usually used. Um, it's a very vague term and a lot of you know businesses tend to use it um, free willy, you know, so they'll say, yeah, this is free, but really there's stipulations to it. So um, we usually yeah. tell so what's what's the worst case that, you know, you're a consumer and you see a, a BOGO, a buy one, get one free offer. Mm-hmm. Um and you don't really think about, you know, the details of what that could mean. What's what's the worst thing that could happen in terms of um, basically that deal not being what you might think it is on its face? 
Um, I don't necessarily mean like, I don't think anything bad with BOGO, but with like just free items. So say, for example, a, um, a dealership will offer you a free um, iPad or something for just coming in to the to the um, to the dealership. Um, there's obviously going to be stipulations with that um, because they're, you know, they'll, they're trying to get you to purchase a car. And so um, you want to make sure that if there are any deals that do have free statements like that, you want to look into the, you want to get more information about it. You know, you don't just give them your information and, you know, just say, Oh, it's free. Um, Is that a deal that you've come across? Is it, a car dealership advertising a free iPad for people to come in. So I've had one instance where that was brought up to our attention. And uh-huh. as a consumer, I've actually seen ones. I don't know if you've seen it, Ezra, of those you know dealerships. I'll give you the uh, mailers that have a scratch off, where if you scratch it off, you win like you win something. Okay. Um, I think usually those are ten. Those tend to be pretty, pretty not scammy, but misleading misleading just because of the fact that you know you're i feel like nine time out of ten nine out of ten times you're going to win something because you know they want you to engage with the, the business they want you to engage with them and get you to communicate so those are ones i've come across um where they'll say yeah you won like a free prize come come in for a free prize and um we'll get you details about it they don't really put details behind that so that's something I've come across personally. Circling, circling back to the iPad, mm-hmm. that sounds like an awesome prize. What was the catch in this case? I don't remember. It was it's been okay. a few years since I've done I've seen it, but I think they had to like give like a certain like give them information, and then you have to like sign something. I don't remember what it was, but gotcha. um, yeah. But it was not as simple as because that's what I would so do that in a heartbeat. Right? If, yeah, if, that's if it's really a great deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a free. I mean, iPads cost hundreds of dollars. Um, and the thing is, if you think about it, though, if you go to like, if they do advertise an iPad, they don't tell you which model it is either. So I think mm-hmm. they could, they can give you like an older model. So you know, with with Apple, they tend to, they tend to recite, they tend to update their products pretty frequently. So um, yeah, it might not even be worth it. Circling way back also, because you mentioned the 100% satisfaction guarantee. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that I see everywhere, like online, in person, everywhere. Um, and I know that's something that um, BBB is really specific about. And you mentioned this too, about how and when it can be used would you mind explaining just basically why that is, even though it's such a common claim, um, where the ambiguity lies, I guess? Yeah. So just the the wording of it, right? 100%, 100% satisfaction guarantee really just means, you know, if you're not satisfied to 100%, then you are entitled to either a refund or whatever service you received because it is technically in the that's that's what it means that's in the implication so ftc law has actually said something about how just the wording satisfaction guarantee obligates the business to provide a refund or come back for a service anything that the consumer is entitled to for any time at any reason 
So that's why we, if with the B and BB, we tend to tell businesses, hey, it's we recommend putting that if then statement at the end. That way it um, it shows that you as a business is ob they're obligated to provide that guarantee and that warranty to the consumer. But within within the obligations of that guarantee. So um, there was a case, I think it was back in 2007, where there is a mom and pop dry cleaners. Actually, they had one of those um, satisfaction guarantee signs on their window. And um, I don't think I ever told you this, but there is or have you ever heard of this, Ezra? I have not heard of this. No. Okay. So there is this guy, he was actually a lawyer and he went in and um, got his pants um, dry cleaned and then he came back and it wasn't to his satisfaction. And so he actually, because of this sign, this satisfaction guarantee sign on this dry cleaners um, window, he's like, well, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you guys because I'm not 100% satisfied satisfied with um, your service. He ended up trying to sue him. I think it was like $57 million or something. It was pretty outrageous. Um, And yeah, they ended up, you know, they ended up both kind of losing the both parties ended up losing um, in that deal just because, you know, um, the mom and pop company, like the mom and pop dry cleaners, they didn't have enough money to, they had to pay for all the lawyer fees and all the, like the court stuff. And then um, the, um, the lawyer who actually sued them, the consumer, um, he ended up getting disbarred a few years later because of this. Really? Of this yeah. So mm-hmm. it's pretty an out- outrageous story, but it kind of just, I don't know, tells you like, yeah, you, it's important to have the details because, you know, anyone can can use that against you. Well, and it really seems like a good, good example of how, I mean, at, at BBB, we often say that certain things are in the interest of both the business and the consumer mm-hmm. and you know I hadn't really thought too hard about the 100% satisfaction um, guarantee issue oh Ezra here's one more that we can probably add sorry oh yeah price, price matching that's always okay. that's a big thing and what so, is price matching so price matching is making you know obviously matching the price with the competitors um, with uh, the same product with the competitors Right. So obviously this has to be made in good in good faith. And if you know, if a consumer finds a, a cheaper price somewhere else and the, cons- the company actually offers that, they should be able to either match the price or lower their price, because that's essentially what that is. You'll see, you know, um, lowest price guarantee claims. Mm. You can't really it's really hard to determine that is that product or whatever because of the because of how fluctuating the the market is, you can't really determine that what you have is the lowest price unless you have substantiation around that, you know, third party research and all. So in that case, a, a way to save businesses and keep them from, you know, getting sued or whatever, getting in trouble is making sure you meet um, you, you um, meet or beat a price. So you'll see that a lot with um, these big companies. They'll say, well, you know, we'll meet, we'll guarantee lowest price over meet or beat um, any competitors. So. Oh, interesting. So part of the reason that companies will offer that um, is so that they can then make the claim that we have the lowest price on this item. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. See, I never knew that. Yeah. Because you can't have like, it's really hard to determine that, especially because it's so fluctuating. What are some of the some of the wackier ad claims that you come across where you're like, how would anybody um, 
follow through on this? Or how can you know that, you know, if you're claiming something about your product? Um, in investigations, I there are like a few um, just weird cases that will always stand out in my mind, like the edible sunscreen. Um, oh, wow, like, I've never heard of that. Is that a I thing? Tell you about that? Oh, yeah, there was, um, I, it was a while ago, but we basically got a report uh, about a business that was advertising edible sunscreen that you would eat and it would protect you against um, the sun's rays. Wow. I guess this is probably before you came to BBB. Otherwise, it would have ended up on your desk. But I'm wondering, like, what what is, especially during COVID, but really anytime, like, what's your edible sunscreen? <laughs> Man, I have a lot. I mean, we have a lot of the health and diet companies that we have to deal with. I mean, you're familiar with that, too, how they have all these weight loss claims and all these um uh, there's one i think there is one about um like how if you take these pills they're gonna help you with your like iq getting higher and it's like uh, brain pills that are actually just glucose i mean that's a made-up example but it also probably exists oh yeah they're just like they're just like placebo pills but they're you know they're charging like 200 dollars for a whole like jar yeah it's insane what like, they how they price it there is no like substantiation or like evidence behind that. Um, and a lot of these companies kind of tend to like hide behind like in their ingredients. So for example, it's common knowledge that vitamin C, you know, helps with, you know, with um, immunity. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the research that they have or their advertising is around um, just specific ingredients. So like, for example, um, this weight loss, this weight loss pill has the vitamin C in it and they have, they reference, they have references, but it's just the vitamin C is not their actual product. And we tell, we tell businesses, you know, you got to also have the same efficacy of your ingredient, um, and make sure that your any research you have is specifically around the same dosage and same, you know, route of, um, what's it called like route like if you're taking it by mouth or if you're putting it on your skin oh I, yeah yeah and so it um, ends up in your system yeah so it has to be the same and a lot of them don't have that you know um i think so that's a whole different industry and there's one that i remember from dallas that they brought up about these cups these glasses that have this word i think it was like stress relief or like serenity or words that are very like calming and if you were to put i think they were advertising um that if you put any drink in there so any like liquid will go in there it could be wine it could be water beer whatever um it'll give you like a serene or calm life or calm like like personality and i think they were selling those those glasses for was it because of, of like some substance that was on the glasses or did it have to do with, I don't even know, like how light refracts into them or was it? No, it literally just said the word on around, it like surrounded the cup itself and they were selling it for like $150 per cup. Well, and, and I mean, right now during coronavirus, that I mean, that's a big deal. Like, I feel like people are doing everything that they can to keep their immune systems healthy mm -hmm. and, you know. Yeah. And like, for example, like with like um, essential oils, they're, they're branding it. There are some companies that were branding that as, you know, some that will kill, will kill coronavirus, will kill any like flu like symptoms, but there was no evidence behind it. 
So, and if we're gonna gonna end things um, with you giving one piece of advice or like one claim um, or type of claim that's really common and that you think people when they see it should just run um, or even a practice an advertising practice, what would that be? Oh man, there's so many that it's just it really depends on the industry and what the wording is. Um, for me, I think the biggest advice I would give to any consumer, even a business, is just consu- well, I guess more consumer, is to do your research. If you find something on Facebook, it tends to, like a lot of social media um, ads tend to pull a lot of people in because a lot of people are on social media, you know. So if you see those ads. Um, maybe if you see any like celebrities, make sure that the celebrity actually is endorsing it um, and make do your research around that. Because a lot of celebrities right now are saying that they, you know, are being used in photos like, oh, Ellen's using this new skin cream. You guys should click on this website. Um, but there she really isn't endorsing that. So um, I recommend just doing your research and and finding um, information if it's too good to be true. To read BBB's Code of Advertising, which is the list of rules Anna and I were talking about, go to bbb.org slash code dash of dash advertising. To view and report marketplace fraud, visit bbb.org slash scam tracker. Thanks for listening.